debacle is a good word because it's like it's fancy. Like for real, it's it's a fancy word, and what we have here is a debacle. Now when they come to making money, I'm a oh, that's right. Press, press. If you don't know, if you want to listen to the song, you have to tap into the podcast. Have like a podcast. And when they come to making history, I'm like Joe's son. A million ways to die. You already chose one. A million dollars stacked. It sounds like a good beginning. We on the top now. Go back and tell her who we winning. And while you're there, let them know I did it just for them. I made them pump the cash. Kasabian Lavo. Welcome to the Kasabian Lavo Show. This is episode 149, I think. This is episode 149. We live from Las Vegas as always. Shout out to all the podcast listeners, everybody on uh, Apple, Spotify, Tidal. We're on like 13 platforms now because I'm on a few that are not distributed by my main distributor. So uh, if you have Amazon Prime, we're on there. Uh, we are on audible if you use audible you can find the saving live show on audible we're everywhere so check us out there's no excuse uh if you're on the go this is the perfect type of show to listen to when you're on the go because i'm just giving you information of what's going on and and usually it never goes anywhere that we want it to go so we'll see where today's show goes but i've been so enthralled which is another great word i've been so enthralled with this whole gamestop thing which caught my attention yesterday and it's just gotten bigger today. And I wish I could explain it, but I'm not I'm not a stocks guy. So I don't want to really jump into it too deep. Excuse me. But I do have the article. Yo, that was ridiculous. I barely even tapped the mic. Why is it so dramatic right now? What's going on with the sound? Yo. Yo, does my mic sound good? I can't even tell. It's mad sensitive today. I think it's the weather. It's been snowing for two days now. Anyway, shout out to all the viewers on YouTube, all the viewers on Twitch, all the viewers on Facebook. Without y'all, this ain't possible. If you're watching, share, like, comment, hit us up. Like, we're available. We want to talk. That's what we're here for. We, um, the show's about dialogue. With no dialogue, there's no show. So let's, um, let's have a good show today. My, uh, my biggest fear about, um, stocks getting into the gamer world is that the gamers, they, they figure out stocks quicker than Wall Street can, and... We're ran by a bunch of kids that just know shit. Just they're just gonna figure out every cheat code to run on all of this, and it's yeah, yeah. You gotta really think about this. I'm putting the slot machine emojis on there. Uh, I think it's great though that we've literally gone from Bitcoin being through the roof to now GameStop. Like, really think about that GameStop. Out of nowhere, GameStop started gaining traction, by the way. GameStop is one of those uh, one of those quiet companies that's been kind of fading away. You know, everybody's been buying games online. Uh, you could buy it right off your console. PC players, they're not going out to GameStop. What does GameStop have to offer? But apparently, 
But with all the losses that they were taking, this article is really interesting. But if you don't understand shorts and you don't understand how uh, investments work, it really wouldn't uh, intrigue you. But nobody really knows what's going on. See, look, now NBC's talking about it. So uh, I'm going to give you this article. It's from uh, Apple News. This is uh, NBC News. So I'm not sure who to credit, but it's NBC News off the Apple News app. Uh, GameStop Reddit explaining what's happening in the stock market. Here's a guy understanding what's going on in the GameStop. Oh, yeah, I can't read too good. So bear with me. And I'll cut to like the meat of the potatoes and whatnot, but I'll give you all a little intro. GameStop and what the frenzy means for the stock market. Suddenly, Wall Street can't stop talking about GameStop, a video game retailer whose stock price is popping far beyond what most people think it's worth. It went from $4 to $20, and last month it jumped up to $40. And I think what I read earlier is that we were at $300 a share. So just if you bought $100 at the 20 mark, that's five shares, and now your five shares are worth $300 a pop. That's a lot of money. This company's going crazy, but we don't know why. A lot of companies and a lot of big firms, from what I read earlier, have had shorts on it, and they have shorts on it that are interesting. They've taken out shorts, which is basically they're betting against it, so they're, they're, they're buying up the stock to bet against it, and they've bought more stocks than are available, which confuses me because they're shorting it, so they bought more than what was available but because it's going up in value, they have to pay the difference. I think I'm explaining that right. Let's just keep reading the article and let me see what else I can find. Because this is really interesting. Like GameStop is really destroying the world right now. Like, yo, this is so dope. So why is everybody talking about GameStop? The simplest answer is that the stock price is skyrocketed by somewhere around 8,000% over six months. I don't know if that's right. The more complex answer is that its stock has become the center Central game piece of a financial power struggle between a major hedge fund, Melvin Capital, and a group of amateur stock traders who yell on the internet. That is great. Shout out to whoever these guys are that are yelling on the internet. Yelling on the internet is my favorite. Let's all yell on the internet and buy stocks of GameStop. Obviously, GameStop is popping. Let me see. Mike, an investor. The former hedge fund manager said the Internet activity is a result of frustration that everyday investors are often locked out of lucrative opportunities such as such as initial public stock offerings. Remember, I was telling you all what, three, four episodes ago, invest in Clubhouse. They're going to go public. They've just been evaluated at a billion dollars. I don't know how they're going to monetize that money. So that's another one to keep an eye on, because if, if Clubhouse go or when clubhouse goes private everybody should invest in it it's gonna bubble unless it falls beforehand i have mixed emotions on clubhouse and we'll get back to gamestop if you haven't used clubhouse it's not what a lot of people make it out to seem a lot of you don't need to have podcasts excuse me when i say a lot of you i mean a lot of amateurs that really don't have nothing to talk about like maybe i have nothing to talk about so what the fuck do i know i ain't shit but an amateur myself so maybe that's not the way to say it just some of y'all suck and nobody wants to hear anything you got to say. It's really not that interesting. Like there's so like I have lost respect for so many men because of Clubhouse. It's it's probably one of the most embarrassing things that um I've ever heard as far as men go. Like they talking about just the dumb like and you know what really bothers me? And I'm gonna be completely frank. Every time I'm in, there always seems to be uh like tech people in one room and they're all talking business how to market how to this how to that then you go into the hip-hop rooms and they're just talking gossip 
Like, yeah, they're talking ownership, but nobody's really talking ownership. Like, I haven't seen one room yet where we get, like, some great feedback or information on how to build something. I don't see any angel investors popping up in those hip-hop rooms talking about, hey, who has a business idea that we can grow right here? I've heard of a couple companies literally spawning from conversations in Clubhouse. I think it's a powerful tool. I just don't think it's being used the right way. And honestly, when there's a platform like this, you know, it's like Twitter, Facebook, and things of that nature. People that are popular are going to draw the most people to them, but... Are they necessarily giving information? No. One, the app has definitely called out a lot of fakes, which has been kind of interesting to watch that you're in these clubhouse rooms with executives and, and other financial people that are very, very involved in a lot of these giant companies and they can check your shit real fast. So that's been kind of interesting to watch. But uh, I don't appreciate the gossip. I think that's corny as shit. It really feels like the old school telephone game where you would call or that telephone line with a party line you would call and they'd be like say hello and you go what up and they go say hello and you go huh, hello and then some girl be like hello and he's like yo where you at and shorty be like oh i'm on the north side fool and like oh yeah that's a little essay chick <laughs> like it's just bochin shit everybody's on it just talking shit but when that company company goes public i do suggest you drop some money into it maybe not pump a whole bunch but i mean put some buy a couple stocks or a couple shares excuse me Get a couple shares in it and then see how it grows. I'd even put some money into Facebook because things are changing at Facebook and I'm not really sure what they're going to do. Let's see what else this story has to say. <sighs> Mike, I'm not even going to try to pronounce your last name. Um, <laughs> Let me see. Novo Grat. Yeah, I don't think I'm pronouncing that right. I'm sorry, Mike. I'm just going to say Mike N. <clears throat> as an investor at a former hedge fund manager, as an investor and a former hedge fund manager, said the internet activity is a result of frustration. I already said that shit. Uh, why? What is GameStop? GameStop is a video game. If y'all don't know what GameStop is, I think my audience knows what GameStop is. Um, for the people that don't know game, what GameStop is, you should slap yourself. It's everywhere. Like I'm pretty sure they're everywhere. And every kid in America is playing video games. Like Corona literally made everybody into gamers. It's been great watching that happen. Um, how did this end up in the middle of all of this? Like many companies that are in rough shape, GameStop was the subject of what's called short selling. Um, here, maybe this can explain what short selling is in a better way than I did. In which professional investors borrow shares of stock to sell and then buy later so they can return it. Hmm which lets them pocket profits and the stock price going down. They're basically betting that the company will fail. I don't like that description, but that's what it is. GameStop was one of the most shorted of all publicly traded companies. Other companies on that list include AMC Theaters, Bed Bath & Beyond, and the most defunct Blockbuster. Remember those names? And then it became the source of a short squeeze. That's what this is. This is a short squeeze. That I know because I've read that like 30 times in all the articles I've read. Um, for the most part, investors follow the buy low, sell high format when it comes to stocks. Short sellers do the opposite. They borrow and sell a stock when it's high and bet that it'll continue to fall. If that doesn't happen and stock prices rise, short sellers are forced to cover their positions by buying more stocks to minimize their losses so they're putting the catch 22 right you can't get out of it you're hoping that it fails but it's going up so you have to spend more money now and cover your money that you've put into it to keep from owing that company right the i don't think that's good 
couple positions. Nah, nah, nah. SP Partners Financial Data said Wednesday that its analysts found that the short sellers had lost $23.6 billion on GameStop this month. Three big companies took a big short. And they said that the shorts that they took were bigger than what the company even offered. Like they took out more stocks than were even available. So really think about what that even means for a company that they can bully them all the way down and they borrow against them to the point where there's really nothing else to borrow against. Like they have nothing to give. And it, uh, from what I was reading earlier, that pretty much leaves their money up in limbo at that point because there's nothing really there to cash out on or comply with or some shit like that. Again, this may be the worst information. I'm pretty sure I'm butchering this in, in every fucking shape, fashion or form. Uh, What else? Mm -mm. how does the internet fit in how does the internet fit in the internet has been used to protagonistic what used to protagon no i don't know what that word is that's like extreme english we're just gonna skip that whole shit i tell you i can't read i don't even know why i'm reading this <clears throat> but i'm so interested in what's going on i mean the shares have literally tenfolded if it's still at 300 dollars a share right now there's some kids out there that are actually very very wealthy at the moment and don't even know it and you're fucking over giant hedge firms. I mean, they just lost $23.6 billion. The, 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 the guys yelling on the internet, as they said in this article, are whooping these giants' asses right now with the power of the internet. Like, this is crazy. Let me see what else it says. Jumped on board, 100% of my portfolio, GME, because you... Wait, wait, wait. Amateur investors on WSB have discussed GameStop, which they refer to as stock by the ticker abbreviation GME for years. But things changed earlier this year as the price of the share rose. More WSB uh, posters jumped on board. 100% of my portfolio on GME because of you idiots. A person posted January 10th on Wednesday, the community, which had been publicly accessible, made its page private. So this is a group of kids on Twitter. And on Reddit, I mean, it's Reddit, not Twitter, excuse me. It's a group of kids on Twitter that are talking about what's happening with this. And they've literally crowdsourced enough people to ruin the companies that are going against this small company. Just because they just, just, just say, fuck it. Like, this is amazing. Actually, there was an investor that came in and helped them with their sales, too. Helped them with their online sales. So they were having a, a big turnaround now i want to know how big but there definitely was a turnaround coming so if you do know anything that was going on with gamestop they were kind of turning the corner they weren't doing great but things were in motion so what if a bunch of people bought stocks of gamestop this is where things get a little complicated and a bit more unclear shares in gamestop ticked up on january 11th it named three people to its board of directors as part of a deal with shareholders who had been Man, I don't know what that word is, too. Allegating for it? Change? That's awesome. Whatever that word is, is dope. I'm going to practice it later. But right now, we're not going to care. Um, that caused some short sellers to abandon their position, helping to drive the stock more in the following days. So when they saw that they were pushing pressure on them, they started to jump shit. But um, it seems like not everybody left. They didn't leave fast enough. Can't stop, won't stop, game stop. Oh my God, that is a dope ass tag. Can't stop, won't stop, game stop. That's the uh, title of the show today. Wow. So that was January 14th. And they're posting pictures of the wolf on Wall Street. This is crazy. The data shows the volume of shares traded. A closely watched indicator of activity around the stock spiked on Friday. Increasing the volume can indicate a short squeeze, meaning people who had bet against the stock either chose or were forced to give up and take losses. 
And while WSB has gotten some media attention in recent days for its GameStop booster, boostism, what? Boosterism? It's not even a fucking word. A boom in coverage of GameStop and WSB helped bring the story out to the financial world and more of the more into the mainstream. Yeah, this is nuts. Like the idea that GameStop wait, how much? So GameStop was at $43 and as of right now it's $380. Fuck. Oh my god, that's such a fucking jump. Yo, shout out to the nerds, bro. Can't stop, won't stop, GameStop, bro. This is amazing. I wish I had some damn investor friends that could call in and give us uh, some information. You know what? Here, let me go to the... Uh... <sighs> Man. Do y'all not find that interesting? Because I know I do. I think it's awesome when shit like this happens. There's nothing else happening. Like, it's it's mad just blah out there. It snowed in Vegas and literally nothing happened. Biden is doing nothing. He's moving like a dictator, more dictatorial than ever. I was actually going to talk about Candace Owens and uh, Ivanka or Ivana Trump running for president as a as a duo female presidency. I find that fascinating. And I want to see what the excuses and why people wouldn't vote for them. Um, my cousin had commented on my post and he said that he found uh, Ivana or Ivanka with I don't even know her name to be a joke. And I just want to know why um, I don't feel like she's a joke. It's kind of harsh to say. She's a multimillionaire. She's built her brand, and, you know, she's doing some real good things. And I think it'd be dope to see two girls as president and vice president. That's different. Two women, excuse me. I don't mean to say girls. I got daughters, man. I say girls all day, all right? I'm a, I'm a girl dad and a boy dad. I'm just a dad. I got kids on both sides of the spectrum. Uh, and I think that'd be dope. Like, we just need a Puerto Rican, right? Uh, Kamala is Jamaican. We have Barack who was um, of mixed race, right? Uh, We had Trump, who was an orange. Uh, Biden, who was a corpse. So, I mean, literally, we're just waiting for a Puerto Rican. Like, a Puerto Rican, and, yeah, Candace Owens is, uh, she's a black woman from upstate New York. And Ivanka, Ivana, I don't know why I don't know her name right now. I'm drawing a fart. Like, I'm really, all I got on my mind is GameStop, and how much money do I need to put into this so that I could be a player in this? Because I'm really just like my head is going, yo, forty dollars just turned into three eighty. Forty dollars just turned into three eighty. Come on, man. That shit's crazy, bread. Are you fucking kidding me? You could yo, four racks would have went crazy in that stock. Five thousand dollars and you'd be a whole different person right now. Five thousand dollars, you'd be a whole different person right now. Holy shit. Okay, make it easy. Four thousand. You'd be a whole different person. Do the math. Do the math. If you you had 400 shares at $40. Just 400 if I'm doing the right math. If not, that's 40000 Damn, Puñeta, I'm not doing good right now. I don't got nothing on me. I ain't smoked before the show. I've been reading this damn articles trying to see if I get more information because I don't understand shorts that well. And I've wanted to get into the short game because I felt like getting into something where you bet against it is so dangerous that it's got to pay well. Sometimes it don't even pay at all. Like sometimes you just continue to short until one day it cracks off. So not every short is necessarily going to work. It's very dangerous and risky to do. And stocks are very difficult to really just comprehend. Like it's not, you, we shouldn't just throw information out there. That's not uh, properly vetted. That's why I'm just talking out my ass. I can honestly say today's show is just me trying to figure out how do we get involved? Is it too late? Uh, is it going to keep going up? How does it keep going up? If somebody could explain that to me, that'd be great. 
That's mad money. I know every engineer. I'm in this group with a bunch of artists, and I know every engineer just saw me put that drink down on my interface and went, ugh. <laughs> I was going to talk about what Spotify has been doing with podcasts, but Spotify took a dip in stocks as well because everybody's looking at them like, what are you doing? You guys have bought up all the podcasts and you ain't doing shit. Like they took over the entire market and they're not really doing anything. And it seems as if, you know, podcasting has become the new media for everything. Unfortunately, it's like they're putting music on the back burner. I want to ask other artists, if any artists are listening, call in. But have your checks came in smaller? Like my last quarter check was trash and we had 1.2 million streams and it wasn't good. It didn't look good at all. I was confused. And there's no way you're going to pay me the same way for this as you do for music. So I have questions like Joe Budden has had some amazing podcasts talking about things like this. But now more than ever, I'm curious to know what's really going on because Spotify runs everything. But it's probably one of the most cantankerous fucking apps to work. And as an artist, I struggle sharing anything from Spotify. It never works. It sends links that you don't even ask to send. They're so worried about putting in other people's music so that they can sell ads that they just have like, like you can't just listen to one artist. Like, although it is free, they make it so fucking hard to navigate. I find that just irritating in a time where y'all could clean that up. Like y'all make plenty of money. Y'all spent 300 million or whatever on Rogan. Y'all can fix the app so we can share music, like make an artist page. I just want to share my songs. I don't want to have to share my song and then have a next song queued up from Khalid with 30 ads on it so y'all can make y'all money. Like, at least let people get three or four songs off. Let them get a podcast off without ad raping them. Spotify started putting ads in between podcasts, like, without even talking to podcasters. Like, I'm not really sure how that worked. So in the middle of your podcast, it'll just stop, and they start paying ads. Like, do we get paid for these ads? Are you putting ads on there to charge us for being on your network? Like, what is going on? You know what I'm saying? It's, uh, it's disheartening that a company so big can't figure out the basics like i think they should stop what they're doing until they figure out how to get the app to work just for the fucking sake of artists and sharing i mean we live in a digital network i can't walk outside and hand out a cd no more it's not a thing i don't expect any new artists to do that either so i expect you to have your graphic design up or get you 20 bucks and find somebody to make a little cartoon of you i expect you to have at least five decent songs don't go out there putting out a whole album of 30 trash-ass songs. Just put out five good songs, man. That's all we need. We just want to know who you are. And then when you take it to Spotify, I would like for you to have the ability to share one song, the whole album, maybe a video attached to it. Um, it just It's not a thing. It's not a thing. Because a lot of artists are uploading to Spotify for free. That's another thing that blows me away. Like That was a weird deal. Y'all just accepted the terms and conditions of uploading to Spotify, but nobody went through them. What is Spotify splits with y'all that just signed up? Yo, who just um, publishes through Spotify? Like, who's self-publishing through them? I would love to speak to you. I want to know how that's going. It's hard enough to use any online. I mean, there's TuneCore. You got the CD Baby, Bandcamp. Like, there's mad uh, distributors, online distributors. But to go directly to Spotify, mm, that's a little iffy. I don't even think you're doing your due diligence because, I mean, most of those distributors aren't even expensive. Yeah, you got to pay for the beat. That's a big issue. Like, a lot of you guys that want to download the beats and not pay for them or do, like, a, a license, make sure it's the license where you can sell units. And don't go blowing your load on, on oh, I'm going to sell 10,000 units. Nah, dog, just stick to, like, a 500-unit package that they offer for, like, $20, $25. 
and then push that song. Be careful with YouTube so YouTube doesn't flag you. You're not going to make any money on it if three or four people are on it. But share the video. Give us a visual. And, and you know, maybe if the song does well, you can go double back and hit the producer and, and you know, work out a good deal. Shit, my last album. Whew, we spent some money on beats. I got an album coming out on Friday. Surprise. It's old music. Nothing new. I'm just putting all the singles that I had out that was supposed to be on Rose Gold got out. So that'll be out Friday on all platforms. Uh, we'll have some merch for that album. Nah, I don't know. Maybe. We're debating that. We'll see what happens. Uh, what else is going on? This week has been slow. All I've been hearing about is Danny Lay. And if I hear one more podcast or a personality say something about Spanish people, I'm going to lose my shit. Because this shit is becoming a, first it was a light-skinned, dark-skinned thing, colorism conversation. And then Danny Lay became the face of all Spanish, Hispanic, and Latinos. No, bitch. The fuck she's not, bro. I'm not fucking supporting that girl. Not like that. She said what she said. Let her hang on the cross for what she said. Don't do that shit to everybody. No. I, Bridget Kelly, um, and I love their podcast. Like, I really like listening to it because I like arguing with them. And I think Olivia Dope is dope. Like, she's dope. And I do like Bridget and I do like Mandy. I follow all of them. Mandy actually shares the same name my wife with an I, not a Y, which is kind of like, it's unique. There's not too many people with, with Mandy with an I. So, anyway, I thought that was cool. I fuck with them. I've been fans of their other podcasts, but. Uh, the podcast is um, See the Thing Is. The See the Thing Is podcast on the Joe Budden Network. And I love them to death. Like, I, I don't have any ill will to the girls. And their opinions are their opinions. And I don't look at them any crazy way. I, I love the way that they look at things. Like, it's funny as shit to see um, how they come about with their ideas and whatnot. But, um... Bridget was like, yeah, people would say I'm Puerto Rican. That shit would piss me the fuck off. Like, her disdain for people calling her Puerto Rican was like, like, ew, I can't believe I'm a fucking Puerto Rican. Like, what the fuck was that about? Like, that's racist. Like, fuck the color thing. Like, what you mean? What's wrong with being Puerto Rican? Like, that that, that type of shit. And I keep on here. Like, I listen to Star. Like, I'm a podcast guy. I don't watch TV, y'all. Like, I'm usually writing or I'm doing business. So, I got my AirPods in. I got three different pair of AirPods that I walk around with. I keep three phones on me. I'm always listening to something. So Star on the Star Report, he has some guy that calls in and shit. And he same thing. Yo, he started talking about Latinos, like Latinos and Hispanics. There's a difference. If you don't know, go Google it. Um, basically, speaking on all Spanish people as if we have a complex where we want to be black so that we marry black so that we can say we're black or our women marry black men just so that they can say they have black children. Like that's boy. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, what, how do you feel like you can fix your face to say some shit like that? I've never even heard of that. You know, I've, I've come to the fact or I've come to realize that yes, there's two versions of Spanish folks. There's black Spanish people and white Spanish people. And um, we do have issues on our islands and on our respective homes. And when we come here, you know, depending on what part of the country you land in, you kind of fall into a bubble. You know, if you're from New York, you tend to be more of a, you know, black Puerto Rican. And if you come to California, you're a white Puerto Rican. And I mean, I have Puerto Rican friends. My bad. I, I got sunburn we was out at the not sunburn i had sun rash we was out at the beach and i burnt i'm white <laughs> surprise like uh puerto ricans come in mad shades 
Like, it's just the thing. Like, the colorism conversation kind of blew my mind, though, because I didn't realize the uh, the the effects on women that way. Like, um, I, I took it as her, uh, Danny Lay, I'm speaking on Danny Lay right now, I took it as the song was something that she was just proclaiming, like, her dude liked about her. And when it was explained to me that she's saying that that's all she has to give her, that's the reason that she's liked is because of the color of her skin. I'm like, that's the most cornball shit I've ever heard in my life. And I, I don't respect that. But I don't respect that all these entertainers and uh, commentators, podcasters, whatever the fuck you are, like, keep keep that shit, just keep it to yourself. Because that's just racist. Like, you got to stop. You can't have blanketed statements that way. Like, I'll be goddamn if I made a blanketed statement about anybody. Like, one thing about me is I never assume you think the way I think. I'm a very free thinker. I'm open to being wrong, too. You can, if, if you make valid points with imperial facts and you can change my mind, I have no problem with that. I have no problem admitting I did wrong. I actually appreciate i tell my kids all the time they can't do something on purpose and i tell them you know why i say you can't do it because i want you to come back to me and say see that i proved you wrong i love that i love that and they know that i do it to push them i'm not discouraging i'm saying they can't i'm just saying i want to see you make me look bad right you gotta show me because if you keep backing them up they really think they can do anything no not this time i want to see what you could do and i bet you can't oh i bet you i can We'll see. I love doing that with my kids. And I feel like, damn, I just completely spaced it. Why I even started that shit with my babies? I'm trying to think back of when I started doing that with them. <laughs> it's just something I always do with them. But um, I don't mind being wrong. Uh, I like being proved wrong because sometimes I have such a, a, a dark view on things that I hope I am wrong on a lot of shit. I really don't want a lot of things. I'm going to be very upset if we find out that you know, this whole COVID thing has been a political scare and it's been all politics and it hasn't been about the people. That's going to fuck me up because I've been saying that and it keeps coming true more and more and I really don't want it to. But, um, man, it's looking more and more political and that's pretty pathetic that they're doing that to people. It's not, uh, it's not fair what they did. It's not conducive to our health and it doesn't make any sense to continue to call these people leaders if all they're doing is manipulating what's going on to keep power. Biden said he had a plan to fix Corona before he was president, but didn't do anything about it. I'm a firm believer. If you have a plan to fix something and you can implement it and you're not a leader, right? You're not the president. You should put it into motion. If you can help, if I had a solution and I could bring it to the table, I will. The fact that you tell me that if you vote for me, I'll bring it to the table. You're full of shit and you're pandering. All this fuck, this whole administration is just literally pandering to everybody's feelings. Um, from the twenty dollar bill and on, what's gonna what, what, what does it matter if they put Harriet Tubman on a twenty dollar bill and it doesn't have any value? You've ruined the American legacy of money, and and what now a disgraced bill is gonna have Harriet Tubman on it? Like what the fuck? How about that twenty is worth a hundred and it's got Harriet Tubman on it? Like what a time to be alive if that happens, right? It's just wagging shit in your face to keep you happy. That's all the fuck they do. I literally heard somebody say, you know what? Biden's racist, but at least he'll do his job. And y'all was just yelling two weeks ago that Trump was racist. Yo, this, the the anthem was racist for the past three years. But when Lady Gaga sang it in her weird-ass costume, everybody cried and shit. It's not racist no more? What changed? In one day, everything changed? 
That's so strange. You know, uh, I'm not a Republican. I'm, I'm not a Democrat. I'm a conservative. And I'm a free thinker. I'm going to think out of the box. I don't. I, there's nothing that really boxes me in. And I love when people try to say, that. oh, I'm a this, I'm a that. And then they assume that they are like me. And they're really not. You're not like me. Like, you have no real views. You know, uh, there's meme artists out there that put up memes and get a lot of attention and think that they are politically driven or that they're intelligent because they post memes about uh current events and then when they post their own thing and they write something and, and they express themselves you realize that you're talking to an ass clown that all they do is copy paste and they have really nothing to give to a conversation they have nothing to give to uh to uh spark anybody's brain it's just mush and gray matter and it's fucking depressing so don't don't compare yourself to somebody like me. I don't like that shit. I've had that happen a lot where I have conversations where you just don't argue with them. Like um, Trump's has been talking about uh, 45. Excuse me. I don't want to get kicked off or whatever. 45 was talking about using um, the antibodies as uh, some type of therapy to help with Corona. And they said he was crazy and he left him out of the room. Today, they announced that they're using antibodies as therapy to treat Corona. I <laughs> Can't make this shit up. Trump's administration, 45's administration was releasing a, a million a, a day or a million a week or whatever the vaccine. Uh, Biden's people come in and they say, no, there's only 500,000. We're going to get it to a million. That's not true. We literally saw that it was a, a million. We saw the numbers. So I don't know. I don't even want to talk about them anymore. That shit is the, the hypocrisy is embarrassing. The debacle. It's all embarrassing. They brought back Obamacare with that tax. That's illegal. The new president has done nothing presidential. All he's done is signed a bunch of uh, executive orders, and none of them are going to stick. An executive order is probably the most uh, anti-American thing you can do as a president. As a president, you should bring the option to the table and then let the people choose. When you sign an executive order, you take the choice away from the people, and at that moment, you're making a choice for the people, and the courts can fight that. You've signed 30 or 40 executive. You've done nothing as a president. You haven't you haven't written any law. You haven't changed anything. You didn't do dick. You signed a bunch of things to to make us a greener country. We're the greenest country in the entire world. We got back with with Wu, with, with the World Health Organization. And then they told us that our tests are wrong. That we're over testing people. To the point where all the false negatives keep popping up. It's all a lie. Are you guys going to listen to them or no? I just, I I can't stand idly by while all you hear is that we're signing this, signing that. Well, where's the choice at? Like, you can't just do this shit. We need to have choices. Like, you're a dictator at this point. That's all this. This is a dictatorial, dictatorial regime. It really is. Because signing executive orders to get shit done doesn't get anything done because it all can and will be knocked down in the courts if it's not constitutional. It has to abide by law. Obamacare never abided by law. You want to know I'm not a Republican? Why I don't fuck with him? When when 45 took office and said we're going to repeal Obamacare, he did. He got it. He repealed it. And then he went to the Republicans and said, okay, so what do we got? Y'all had four years, eight years. What do you got? They had nothing. Nothing. They weren't prepared to end it. They like to cause problems to keep you on their teat. That's all it is. Politicians want to politic. They love doing shit that'll keep you locked into them, needing them. I mean, my biggest beef with the whole situation, too, was like, well, how come nobody said that, hey, 
no, none of the presidential candidates said, hey, the economy's doing well. We're going to keep that going. And we just want to improve on other things. Like we still have time to improve on jail reform, school. We still have time to improve on um, a, a real health plan that will help instead of hinder. We still have time to to really put together some comprehensive motions that would change and alter this country for the better. I don't understand having a country full of idiots. The government doesn't make any money. We can't open schools because we have no fucking tax money to pay teachers. Have you heard that one yet? It's fucking great, isn't it? It's it, it, yo. I don't know. I'm not okay with what's going on. <coughs> My name's Kasabian Lavo. Don't live in the past. Live in the moment. I said that wrong. <laughs> My name's Kasabian. Live in the moment. Don't live in the past. Be safe. Stay dangerous. Lavo loves you. Why?